0: Whether you're in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management provides clarity through the complexity, with offices in Manchester and Manahawken. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information and start your financial journey with comfort and security today. ShorelineWealth.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.
1: Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA, SIPC. Welcome to the Financial Wake Up Call podcast with Dave Crossan. I am merely starting the engines. Starting the engines. Dave Crossan Crossan will be steering the wheel into this near summertime edition of the Financial Wake Up Call podcast sponsored by Shoreline Wealth Management. Dave What's uh What's on the road to finance okay, this well, week?
0: First of all, that's a great intro there. I appreciate I that. Wow. Okay, I like <laughs> it. Well, this is a interesting topic. There and we the go. The reason I bring that up is for a lot of individuals when they are setting up their estate plan, they look at it as okay, this is what I own. Here are my beneficiaries. When I pass away, it is paid out to them, whether it be ownership in a house a payout from a brokerage account, savings account, checking account, whatever it is, you set up the percentages, or maybe you set up a dollar amount to go to particular individuals, and that's it. And they're thinking there isn't um, any other choices. Uh, That's how it's to be set up, and there's nothing else that they can do. Well, Vin, I'm here to tell you, you have options.
1: Now, again,
0: I am not an estate planning attorney, so this conversation should be had with an estate planning attorney to go over your different options. What we like to call this, and it's basically uh, control from the grave. I know that sounds terrible, but basically that's what it is. For a lot of individuals, they have concerns that they do not want a payout to be directly the beneficiary, or maybe they want it set up over time or mm. payments or whatever it is. Sure. And what I figured I would do today is go over some different options that, yes, you would have control. Upon your passing, you control how something is paid out to you. So number one, let's say you're leaving money to minors. And the idea is it would go into a trust for uh, your grandkids for example let's say that's the direction you want to go and it's actually in your will you can actually put in there the age that you want those say grandchildren to get that money so you're thinking well okay let's say it would be normally 21 and okay i'm going to have this set up that that'll be the distribution age but Vin, I think back to when I was 21, I'm thinking, well, would, have, would that have been the best time for me to have access to this inheritance? Or would I have been better served at, say, 25? Or an age where, let's say, I've graduated college, I'm at a point where I'm looking to maybe buy my first home, and now these funds become available. The concern may be, well, I don't want to have this money go to my grandchildren at 21. They may still be in college. They may not be at a point where they've had their first job and maybe just they're not ready. It's just not the right time for them to come into Mm. a good amount of money, depending on what you're leaving. So number one, having control upon your passing away, especially if it's going to minor children at the time that would go into a trust For them to have at an age uh, that you dictate and it doesn't have to be when they reach say 21 for a lot of people they're thinking well that's the age they should be getting the money well maybe you want that to be delayed you could say 25 you could say 30. my thinking would be set it up as a time that you feel they would be out of college for example or you feel that they may be looking to get married or or buy a home or first home purchase, whatever it is, you can m- maybe even say 30. It, it's up to you. I guess where I'm going with this is in a situation like that where you are or you have a trust to be set up upon your passing that's in your will, you can set the age where you feel comfortable for that person to get the money. Now, here's another, and this okay. is A type of trust, again, can be in the will that is set up. So let's utilize an example, Vin. Let's say I have four children and three are just great with money. I have no problem having that money go to them upon my passing as part of my inheritance, but I have that one son that's just not good with money i feel he'll make bad decisions or i feel he'll be better served if he gets it over time or again at a later date maybe i want this to be something for his retirement and my thinking is well if i pass away and let's say he's 35 i'm just making this up maybe i am saying to myself let me set this up for when he's 60 or 7 or you know 65 i'm just throwing out a number later down the road as a sum of money that he would then have access to. Or rather than an age, maybe I'm saying to myself, you know what, let's set it up as periodic payments, having that spendthrift trust option, then it could be set up that I'm making up a number. Let's say it was $50,000. Well, maybe I have it set up that he would get payments over a certain amount of time And that would be the way that he'd receive the inheritance rather than as one lump sum. Now, in a situation like that, you would have a trustee who would then follow the guidelines, have the trust set up, follow those guidelines that would come from the will. Now, you could utilize one of your children to do it, although that may be a little uncomfortable, if you will, and may create fighting if you decide to go that route. Of course, you could look in to have the attorney be that trustee who would be the person that once that trust is now established from your passing, from the will, that it would then have uh, the, the attorney go ahead and make those proper distributions. So a couple things to consider there, but a spendthrift trust is just set up in a way to control, again, we're getting into the whole concept of controlling upon your passing, how the distributions would be set up to this beneficiary. And again, you could set it up as a future date, do it as periodic payments, whatever you feel comfortable. Some other accounts too, if you have an annuity, an annuity, let's say I have one and I'm receiving payments or I have it set up as a growth vehicle for me, uh, a tax-deferred growth vehicle for my protection, whatever I utilize it for, maybe for income. However, what if something happens to me? At some point I pass away and Mm -hmm. there's money in that account in the different options you can actually set them up in a way that could again provide payments rather than it being a lump sum it could be periodic payments to exhaust if you will what's left in the account or it could be set for a particular time frame that this individual would receive payments for a certain amount of time and then they would end again rather than a lump sum So with something like that, where you have an investment like an annuity that provides those options, typically what would happen is you have the ability to list the beneficiaries. And for some annuities, you can control just that, set it up as payment schedule for the inheritance rather than as a lump sum. So I wanted to bring that up because, again, the investment itself could actually be set up in a way that would control how those payments get to the beneficiary rather than it just be one pot of money, if you will, or a lump sum of money. One other thing I wanted to bring up too is for life insurance. So for individuals that have life insurance policies, again, let's say I have a life insurance policy and I pass away, it would have the beneficiary designation set up to Distribute to the different beneficiaries. There are actually trusts that can hold life insurance policies, and they are irrevocable life insurance trusts that have strict language. Just like it sounds, it's irrevocable. However, the trust is set up will clearly designate where the money is paid out as well as how it's paid out. In a trust like that, it can be set up again to have payments. You would have a trustee, the insurance policy itself is inside the trust. So the trust actually owns the insurance policy. So again, let me make up a scenario. Insurance policies in the trust, owned by the trust, I pass away. It's based on my life. $100,000 is the benefit. Again, within the trust, the trustee, according to whatever the language is in the trust, would then make the distributions. It could be some individuals get a lump sum, some get periodic payments. But again, the trustee can control that. I wanted to bring that up for a lot of people that I sure. speak to. They're thinking, well, there's nothing they can do upon their passing with an insurance policy. It's paid out. You list the uh, percentages that you want it to be paid out. However, it is up to, you know, 100%, you know, 25% here. If you had four kids and you wanted to split it up or whatever percentage you wanted to set it up as, This way, if you wanted within the trust, because again, the trust owns the insurance policy, you can have language in there that clearly states how the distribution should be. And the trustee would be the person that does those distributions. And for an irrevocable trust, you would want to lean on somebody who isn't one of the beneficiaries. So if you're looking for it as an opportunity to get out of your state, And it's going to say your children, you'd want to utilize somebody that isn't one of the beneficiaries to do those distributions. So it's set up in that manner. And Vin, the the reason I wanted to bring this up today is, you know, and again, these are just some examples. When you are going to your estate planning attorney to have that conversation about different distributions upon your passing and what you like to see happen while you're alive. And then unfortunately, when you pass, what that looks like, I always tell people, go there and write down, or before you go there, write down all the different things you would like to see happen. It doesn't have to be, well, I pass, there's the distribution. No, if you have certain ways you want things to be done, write it out, clearly let the uh, attorney know exactly what you're looking to do. And typically there would be a trust that could facilitate those requests. So even though you're thinking, well, it has to be a certain way, well, that's not necessarily the case. Mm. Now, again, you don't have to make it overly complicated, but there can be clear language in a will that can be set up in a way that upon your passing, there are trusts in there that are then established to handle what we're talking about in the way that you want it set up, whether it be lump sum payments, Um, You know, for a certain period of time or the big one, like I mentioned before, if you feel there should be a certain age, if you have a grandchild that you're thinking, you know what, I'd rather them get the money at 25 for maybe their first home purchase, 30 years of age. Or, you know what, maybe I'm going to delay that to a point where I feel it'll help them for retirement. Guess what, Vin? You call the shots. Have that conversation with the estate planning attorney and they will walk you through what can be done and how you can do it and there it is. and again i hate the name control from the grave but Mm. again you've worked so hard for this money to obtain this money to earn this money you should have a say in exactly how you want these distributions to be done
1: sure i mean yeah i mean you should want to know what's going on and what to do about it um you know with your life and anybody this such decision uh, such a decision would affect as well
0: and also, too, think of it this way: If you do have a beneficiary that you just don't feel would it would make sense for them to have the money at that time, maybe delay it or give them payments, you can set it up that way so it benefits them in the long run.
1: Absolutely, Dave. For um, anybody out there thinking about this or that they or that they want to have a conversation about how sh- how can they reach out to you at Shoreline Wealth Management to. Uh, discuss what's going on right now and what they should do moving forward. Well, I'm
0: glad you asked. There we go. And I will tell you. <laughs> so you can reach out to us at 732 902 7880. Of course, visit us at shorelinewealth.com. We are in Manchester and Manahawkin, And of there course, we can do a Zoom call, we can set up a conference call, we can do videos. So, you know, even if somebody isn't close to one of these offices, Sure, that's okay too.
1: Yeah, or not close, or you just can't make can't it physically in, in person
0: that day. Or some people, you know what, because of the pandemic, this is the way they want to communicate. They would rather have it as a video. That's fine. We can set you up. We can do it just that
1: way. There you go. Dave, uh, another great podcast in the books here, and certainly plenty for people to go out and discuss and think about as well. So another good one.
0: Always a pleasure uh, doing these. I enjoy them and uh, look forward to many, many more. And especially for people that have some ideas, do not hesitate to reach out to me. I'd love to get that in a future podcast.
1: There it is. And yeah, definitely reach out to Dave. Call him, meet him, email him, let him know what's going on. and. In- what's going on in your financial world. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. This information is not intended to be a substitute for individualized legal advice. Please consult your legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC.
0: Whether you're in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management understands that you're more than your money, and they strive to help you realize your best life as they align your finances with your goals. Best of all, Shoreline's straightforward approach will include you in the process. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor, committed to helping you weather life storms. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information today. ShorelineWealth.com Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.